Chicago Bears 27, Chiefs 20. Niall Davis. Did you know he was still playing the league? No, I had no clue. I had no idea. Blast the pass, man. And even more so, if you ask me how old Niall Davis is and what he's doing these days, let me just ask you right now. How old is Niall Davis and what's he doing these days? Probably playing football. For who? Uh, the Chargers. I don't know. Chicago Bears and Chiefs recap. I know. You were saying that I'm supposed to like pretend I didn't know that's who I would have picked. And how old do you think he is? 33. He feels like he's been around forever, right? Yeah. He's fucking 26. <laughs> Why? What did he start playing football? Like, 19 in the college? That's what I was saying. I was like, you kidding me? This guy was like the handcuff to own. I was like, there must be another Niles Davis. But just like back in the day, there was another Adrian Peterson running back. That played for yeah, the when you try to offer me a tr- Yeah, I used to try to pick him up and like offer him to people back in the day. And then they, we just make sure if someone did accept it, reverse it. <laughs> yeah. And we had uh, a wall of mirrors. So Kyle, when he got drunk, like the head by him sometimes. So we had like two missing mirrors. So what we do when people pass out at the house after a party, we teabag them. And then we get it developed and we put it on the wall. Welcome to The Flex. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios. Here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly. Let's go give it to you. Wait for you to get it on your own. Let's go deliver to you. Welcome in to the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Chris Jakes, Jeff Kelly. Jeff, how you doing? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Doing good, man. Please subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. Spread the word. Tell your friends about the Flex. Become a premium member of the Flex by visiting patreon.com backslash fantasy sports studios. Premium membership started just five bucks a month. Jeff, last week was the show me week, the third game of the NFL preseason where the starters show up and some of them show out. We'll get into our takeaways from last weekend's games. Also on the show, we've got a rundown of the all 32, taking a look at the NFL backfields of all 32 NFL teams. We've got the mailbag, but first, NFL news. Jaguars wide receiver Marquise Lee undergoes knee surgery, effectively ending his 2018 season before it even began. Disappointing. Jeff, yeah, it is disappointing, man. Who do you think steps up for the Jaguars for Marquise Lee? Moncrief kind of did all right once he went out. Three catches, 62 yards. You're going Moncrief? Yeah, I think he's he gets the most value out of it. I think Keenan Cole and Westbrook are still going to get theirs, but who steps up the most is going to be Moncrief. I think it's big news for Keenan Cole and, and uh, D.D. Westbrook. I think both those guys... Huge news. Got a huge bump at fantasy value. I like Keelan Cole. I think Keelan Cole is going to benefit the most from the Marquise Lee injury. I think he's going to be the number one wide receiver in Jacksonville. And I think he's going to have some big weeks, man. I bet he finishes inside the top 30 at least four different occasions this year in 2018. I get on board that easy. I think ASJ, that bumps him up a lot too, especially for the red zone now. Oh, yeah, better. ASJ, you might be in the 8 to 10 touchdown range again this year. Easily. Yeah, Ryan Switzer. Traded from the Oakland Raiders to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Is that fantasy relevant for Pittsburgh? Little white guy, slot receiver? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. Especially this late in the preseason, him being traded. They're not going to learn that system that quickly. I mean, I best to be fourth in that depth chart. 
Cleveland Browns officially activate Josh Gordon. He will not play this weekend, Wait. but he's on the right track for week one of the NFL season. But now that Gordon's back, what do you expect from him this year? Top 14 receiver. Top 14? Yeah. I think it's going to help Landry. Over under 70 catches for Josh Gordon this year. If he plays a full 16, I think, over. Yeah, I think it's slightly over. What about the yardage? Where do you see him finishing with yardage and touchdowns? Oh, I'd definitely over 1,000. If he plays all 16 just because he didn't get those huge-ass games. About 10, 12 touchdowns. Ooh, man. I'm going to go... I'll say this for him. I'll say 72 catches. I'll say 900 yards and Not seven touchdowns. I think over 1,000 yards easy for Josh Gordon. Not with Tyrod Taylor back there. Still don't, still don't buy that one with him. All uh, right. So we got to revisit this one real quick too, man, because, uh, yeah, a while back, I kept trying to get you to challenge me on the uh, Kenny Britt having the most fantasy points for the over first four weeks while uh, Julian Edelman was out. He thought it was going to be Eric Decker. Well, Kenny Britt was cut last week, and then Eric Decker retired. <laughs> Looks like we both lost. So, yeah, yeah. I guess um, next on the list is Cordell Patterson, Philip Dorsett. Man, Patriots wide receivers looking terrible. This is the worst receiving core the Patriots have had since 2006 when they had Doug Gabriel and um, Rache Caldwell, the dude with the bug eyes. Oh, man, yeah. it's that bad in New England for receivers. Uh, were you surprised Eric Decker retired? A little bit. Yeah, it was a little bit too, but he, I mean, he got no play with the ones. I guess he was probably just frustrated. It seems like New England's a place for receivers looking to get that last chance. That's where they go to die, man. That's Let's, where Chad Johnson went to die. That's where Reggie Wayne went to die. And now Eric Decker, just another one's on the list. So what do you think? Think Dez goes there now? I'm thinking that they need to bring Dez in there because, my God, man, Cordell Patterson is going to be your starting outside receiver. Philip Dorsett in the slot. Oh, my God. De facto, do you, do you think Dez Bryant's on a day one roster? I'm not so sure now, man. We're heading to week four of the preseason. I don't think so. He turned down an offer recently, too. I forget who the hell offered it to him. And that he wanted to be paid more than the veterans minimum. So, no, I don't think he's going to play. Oh, yeah. I don't think he's going to take Cloud's money to play somewhere. Yeah. What about Jacksonville? I think he should be good with Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles likes to throw the ball five yards, 10 yards. That's Des Routes. That's Des Routes now. That's for sure. Uh, I don't think he goes to Jacksonville either. It's interesting to see where he winds up. And last piece of news here. Odell Beckham Jr. signs a five-year, $95 million contract extension with the Giants. $65 million guaranteed. Highest paid wide receiver in NFL history. Deserving of that? Did you say, does does he deserve that? Yeah, you think he deserves that? Does a bear shit in the woods or in a forest? Yes. Yeah, why not? Yeah, he does. That's how it goes. And then solid. Next year, somebody else will be highest paid. That's just how it goes every year. Just inflation. Keenan Allen probably pass him if Keenan Allen's those healthy a year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, as soon as this contract's up, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. The All-32. All right, the All-32 running backs. Confusing backfields. Who's the back to own? We're going to go through all 32 NFL teams, tell you who the workhorse lead back's going to be. Jeff, let's start with the AFC East. Let's start with your Miami Dolphins. I'm going to say Kenyon Drake. I agree, Kenyon Drake. Frank Gore does no longer worry me. That's for damn sure. How about the uh, New England Patriots? I'm actually going to go, I would want to own Rex Burkhead. Now that this guy's back, I'm going with Sony Michelle. Rex Burkhead, injury scare. Ah, worried about him. The reason I say Rex Burkhead is because I feel like majority of the plays for Burkhead, he's going to be on the field probably 90% of the time playing receiver, I feel. James White, I think, is going to be one of those guys, too. That Yeah, I was talking about James White all year, and I think that there's going to be 
Awesome. I still wouldn't draft James White. Rex Burkett, I would still no. draft. Sonny Michelle, I still draft. James White, it's just so inconsistent for him, man. I mean, his end of the year numbers look pretty good catching the ball, but man, you just never know when to play that guy. Uh, how about the New York Jets? De facto, Crowell. Because everybody else is looking like garbage. Yeah, I'm going to say Bilal Powell probably has the most fantasy points in that Jets backfield. I'm going to go Bilal Powell. The other day. How about the Buffalo Bills? LaShawn McCoy, right? I don't even know who their backup is. <laughs> Chris Ivory. He looked pretty good the other day. Oh, that's right. Chris Ivory. Yeah. He could get a little play. Yeah. But I, I'd go McCoy. Yep. Go McCoy. All right. How about the AFC North? Baltimore Ravens. Alex Collins. My boy. Alex Collins. Agreed. Pittsburgh Steelers. Bell. Yep. Obviously, Bell. You know who looks damn good, though? We'll get some of the takeaways I got. James Conner. Running, running and catching the ball. I'm surprised he can catch as well as he has. How about the Cincinnati Bengals? Joe Mixon. Yeah, Joe Mixon, even though he looks like dog shit. Cleveland Browns is a tricky one. I'm going to go Carlos Hyde. I'm going Carlos Hyde, too. Nick Chubb, man, looks rough for him in the NFL, at least early on. All right, AFC South, Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. What about Deion Lewis, though? Draft value. You, Deion Lewis never plays full season. Yeah, I worry about Deion Lewis, too. I, I'm not drafting him for that reason because I'm not sure how well he's going to hold up. How about Jacksonville Jaguars? Leonard Fournette. Yeah, clearly Leonard Fournette. Who's the backup? TJ Yeldon or Corey Grant? TJ Yeldon. I'm going Corey Grant, I think. Maybe. Although Yeldon looks good, too. You know, it's tough. But I think Yeldon and Grant, they both look pretty good. They're pretty, uh, pretty blessed with some running back talent down there in Jacksonville. Yeah. How about... The Indianapolis Colts. This is the shit storm right here. Yeah, it is. I wouldn't want to own anybody, but I guess they're saying Christine Michael's going to be it. But I still see hard that Marlon Mack is not going to get the first shot. I think when Marlon Mack comes back, he probably gets the first crack. But for the time being, it looks like it's going to be Christine Michael. But I think it's going to be a committee overall. I think they're going to rotate all those guys in there, at least early on, until they get a hot hand. How about... Who am I missing? Houston Texans. Oh, Houston Texans. There we go. I think Lamar Miller is going to be a three-down workhorse. You saw Bill O'Brien's been saying. I'm not buying it, though. He can, he can pump him up all he wants to, but I think by the end of the year, Deontay Foreman's going to be the guy there. I think Lamar Miller's going to take a back seat. Lamar Miller might start off, start off with the bulk of the touches, but Foreman's going to cut into that work as he gets healthy. All right, how about the AFC West, the Denver Broncos? Royce Freeman. Agreed, Royce Freeman. I think it's going to be like a 60-40 split, though. I think they're going to use Booker. It looks like he's going to be a factor. So, for that reason, I'm probably not drafting Royce Freeman in redraft leagues. What about the Oakland Raiders? I think Marshawn Lynch. Easy. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be Marshawn Lynch again. At least for now. I'm not sure how he's going to hold up. How about the LA Chargers? Going to go with uh, Melvin Gordon. Yeah, Melvin Gordon. Austin Eckler looked good the other day. Yeah. And the Kansas City Chiefs. Cream Hunt. Cream Hunt. Yeah. You think Spencer Ware has a role when he comes back? Yeah. Mm. I think he'll give out four to five touches a game. Yeah, yeah, maybe a small one. All right, NFC East. Dallas Cowboys. Zeke. Would you draft Rod Smith in redraft? No. Yeah, it'd be tough. PPR. It's hard. Maybe it's a 12-man league, possibly, a 14-man league, but not a 10-man. Yeah, 10-man, definitely not. How about the Washington Redskins? AP, all day. Everybody's running high on AP. Uh, I'm going to agree with you, though. 
And AAP is going to be the back down there. Chris Thompson, where, where would you draft him in PPR? Eighth round. Okay. Yeah, I'm right there with you on that one. Eighth round. Sounds good to me. How about the Philadelphia Eagles? JHI, but I think uh, Corey Clement's going to get more play than people think. I'm still going JHI too. And Wendell Smallwood looks good. Looked pretty good. Looked pretty good the other day. Yeah. And last, obviously, New York Giants. We know it ain't no damn Jordan Stewart. No. He's just garbage. Saquon Barkley. Yeah. All right. How about the NFC North, Green Bay Packers? I'm going to go my boy Jamal Williams, man. I'm telling you. Go oh, my boy Aaron Jones. All right. Yep. How about the Chicago Bears? Jordan Howard. Tariq Cohen. Where'd you take him in redraft? PPR leagues. 10 or 11. I would take him as high as 7, 6, 7 in 12 man league, 12 team league. Um, how about Detroit Lions? I think the back to own in the beginning is LeGarrette Blunt, but I think Carrion Johnson has the highest upside by far. Yeah, I think Blunt gets the most touches. Carrion Johnson, most upside. Amir, Amir Abdullah is garbage. Theo Riddick, though, looks good. I think PPR, he's back on the map as the RB2. Maybe three. Yeah, RB2, three. three. But Carrion um, Johnson, I agree with you, the back to, the back to own there in Detroit. Minnesota Vikings. Dalvin Cook, but I don't feel comfortable. But I think Lat Murray's going to steal some of those goal line touches and kind of affect Cook's value in that aspect. Yeah, let's see if Murray looks like Matt Asiata the way he was running. He looks like a plotter now, man. And if you take away those two long runs he had against Kansas City to begin his career when he was with Oakland, I mean, the dude is kind of a plotter. He's just like a short yardage running back. Yeah, three, four yards at a time. Yeah. Well, add up real fast. Yeah, I agree, though. Dalvin Cook's the guy to own there. Would you take him, would you take him first round in 12-team league? Dalvin Cook? Nope, I had a chance, and I didn't. I didn't take him in the second round either. Yeah, that's the guy I'm, I'm not drafting. I'm staying away from him. I get worried about ACL tears. Yeah, I get worried about his durability, for sure, and his size. And the split of workload between him and Latavius Murray. How about the... NFC South. Let's start with the Tampa Bay Bucks. Guess uh, we were all wrong three months ago about Peyton Barber. I guess he's the guy now. But I didn't drop him in Dynasty. But I still have Peyton. You Barber were close. There. You were super close. I was close to him, and I was offering him on uh, draft night when we did the rookie draft, trying to get back into the into the uh, rookie draft to get make some draft picks. I was offering Peyton Barber, dangling him out there, and nobody took it. Kind of glad nobody took it now. Especially with guys going down. And especially with Ronald Jones being one of the guys I wanted to uh, trade back in for. Yeah. <laughs> Who looks like dog No shit. one was giving you first-round pick, though, for Peyton Barber. Yeah, no, nobody would be. Yeah. How about the Carolina Panthers? Christian McCaffrey. You think he's going to get the... Wait, it looks like preseason. Preseason. Maybe uh, Rivera was for real when he said he's going to give that many touches. Yeah, I was thinking the same, man. What about C.J. Anderson? Do you think he has any value now, now that uh, Christian McCaffrey's being utilized like he is? <sighs> I think standard league CJ Anderson still has some value, but it's hard to be honest. Yeah, I agree. How about the Atlanta Falcons? This is probably the backfield where you can draft these two both guys in the top seven rounds with Coleman and Freeman. Yeah, but I'm gonna take Freeman. I'm gonna go Freeman too, obviously. Yeah, no brainer here. Tevin Coleman. PPR leagues I draft him. Standard leagues I wouldn't draft him. Exactly. Yep. New Orleans Saints. I'm gonna go. Alvin Kamara with uh, Ingram in the fifth or sixth. Yeah, I agree with Kamara. I just took Kamara in a standard league at pick eight overall. Pick eight? Right. Yeah. Who do you think platoons with Kamara while Ingram suspended? 
Is it Boston Scott? Is it somebody else? Jonathan Williams is a hot name going around right now. I don't know. I think John Williams probably. Yeah, I think Jonathan Williams too. You know, I did debate if taking Fournette at number eight over Kamara for standard. Yeah, that's a tough one, man, because Kamara, most of his damage comes to the air. Yeah. Well, that's just a point for catching. So, if he gets 50 yards received, that's five points. Do you have a five-point bonus in that league? Uh, no, I think it's uh, one one point out of 100 or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not bad, then. All right, NFC West, San Francisco 49ers. Jarek McKinnon, but I think Breda's right close on him because McKinnon likes to get hurt. I'm not counting out Alfred Morris shit either. I think Morris can have a role. McKinnon, he's not long for the, for the NFL, man. That, that dude's going to get hurt this year at some point. Always and does. I think you're right, though. McKinnon, early on, Matt Breda could have more value as we go forward. But Alfred Morris, I think, is going to have some value in between the tackles and early down, get some early down work. I do feel like McKinnon is one of the guys you got to cuff. Oh, definitely. Yeah. What about Seattle Seahawks? I'm taking Rashard Penny. I can't take Chris Carson. I just don't trust him. Even though Chris Carson's probably the guy to own right now, but I just, it's hard for me to get on that bandwagon still. Yeah, I think it's going to be a committee also, 60-40, in favor of Chris Carson. I'm going to go with Chris Carson on this one. Rasharded Penny's been hurt, and old-ass Mike Davis still playing pretty well. Yeah. He might even have a couple touches here and there. How about the L.A. Rams? No-brainer here. Talk early. Yeah, talk early. And the Arizona Cardinals, another no-brainer. DJ, David all Johnson. the way. Yep, yep. Fantasy Recap. Preseason takeaways. The third games for most NFL teams. Most intriguing takeaways. Cleveland Browns and Philadelphia Eagles. Philly wins this one 5 to nothing. That defense is for real. Yeah. Tyrod Taylor leaves this one with a broken finger on his non-throwing hands. Yeah, came back in. Fine. Right. Came back in. Carlos Hyde, seven carries, 45 yards. Nick Chubb, 14 carries for 46 yards. It looks like Hyde's running away with that job. Yeah, we agree on Carlos Hyde. Do you think Nick Chubb, should he be drafted right now in redraft? Mm, no, I don't I don't think you need to take him right now, actually. I agree. Do you think Wendell Smallwood is the forgotten man of Philly's backfield? Absolutely. Yep, I agree. He looked good. 12 carries, 53 yards. How about the Patriots and Panthers? Carolina takes this one 25 to 14. Patriots offense just looked awful. Christian McCaffrey, you're right, man. He may indeed get a full workload in 2018. I'm not sure if he's going to hold up doing that, but looks like he might get it. Any takeaways for you, man? I mean, Devin Funches looked good. Curtis Samuel made some good plays, and uh, he might be a guy that could break out this year. Yeah, I, I just think DJ Moore is the guy there. Who would you rather own for the Patriots, Cordell Patterson or Philip Dorsett? If you had to choose, I'm not saying that you would draft either one because both of them should not be drafted. Probably Cordell because he does his returns. He's also six foot four. But you know what, Philip Dorsett, said, if he's in the slot, might have some PPR value here and there. All right. New York Giants versus the New York Jets. Giants take this one 22 to 16. Uh, my takeaway is Eli was efficient. Sterling Shepard looked good. Seven catches, 78 yards. Really nothing remarkable about the, really nothing remarkable about the Jets. Isaiah Crowell, four carries for six yards. Blah Powell found the end zone on this one. Any takeaways for you here? No. A lot of did you notice a lot? Even it's really weird preseason this year because a lot of the starters didn't even still play. Yeah. In any of the weeks. It's been a very weird offseason and preseason. It's been weird. It's been different. All right, Broncos and Redskins. The Broncos win this one 29-17. Royce Freeman overall looked okay. You know, five for 26 and a touchdown. Uh the one big run was that 24-yard run he had. So 
the other four carries, not so great, but Emmanuel Sanders killed it. Four for 61, plus a 27-yard touchdown run. Now, I've been high, and you've been high on Sanders, too, all offseason, preseason. Say Still am best. high. Yeah, same here. He, we said he would be the best wide receiver in Denver, and... We are right. Yeah, he looks, it sure looks like that way, man. Cortland Sutton looks great. He might be the most explosive wide receiver in the draft class, to be honest. Um, I like Sutton a lot coming out of college. I thought the Cowboys were going to take him in the first round, but uh, he fought, falls in round two. Denver got him. Um, I think Denver got a steal in round two with Cortland Sutton. If uh, Demarius Thomas weren't in Denver, I think Cortland Sutton would have value today. I think he, right now he would have fantasy value. He kind of reminds me of Mike Williams a little bit for the Chargers. Adrian Peterson in this one, looks he looks rejuvenated. Uh, I would not fall in the trap, though. I think AP is going to be good some weeks, but I wouldn't feel good about where he's going to be drafted because those of you drafted over the next week or so, people are riding high on AP right now, and someone's going to overpay for AP services. So, someone's going to take him around four or five, I bet. Someone's going to get a little crazy. What do you think about drafting AP, and where do you think he should go? Maybe ninth round. I still think it's, I know people are jumping on him five, six round. Yeah, I just did a draft in a keeper league the other day, and AP went in the fourth round, end of the fourth. Couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, this is a reach. Yeah, that is a super reach. Yeah, and that same dude took Des Bryant like in round 10. Wow. Yep. This dude's trying to trying to play risky here, taking chances, taking shots, some Hail Marys. All right, next one here, we got Minnesota Vikings over the Seattle Seahawks, 22-21. Brandon Marshall, three for 34. Looks like he's going to have a pretty sizable role in that Seahawks offense. Hey, he has uh, no choice. Yeah, I wouldn't count him out just yet for fantasy, man. Big receiver. Yeah, he's going to be a red zone target. I added him to my predictions as well for the uh, for the upcoming season. Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, Laquan Treadwell all looked really good in this one. Latavius Murray, even showing off some catching ability. Three catches, 32 yards. Who knew? Lat Murray trying yeah. to make a little comeback. Mess everybody's Dalvin Cooks up. Yeah. Detroit Lions, 33 over Tampa Bay Bucks, 30. Ryan Griffin, that dude looked good, man. 8 for 11, 100 yards and a touchdown. Now, Ryan Griffin, he's kind of older. He's been in the league for five years. He's 28 years old. If yes. Ryan Griffin about four years younger, I'm not so sure Jameis is going to be handed over the starting job once he comes back from his suspension. Get out of here. Ryan Griffin, he looked damn good. Peyton Barber looked good. Saw an RB2 or 3 this year. And Ronald Jones, he was running like Nora Jones. Did have a nice 37-yard catch. Nothing else really going for him. Chris Godwin, man, he looked pretty good. I might be moving up the ranks. He's going to be a sneaky guy to have this year. You know who else is going to be a sneaky guy to have is Deshaun Jackson. You know they got him playing in the slot now? That's super fast doing the slant routes. That'll be very beneficial. I think it's very smart on their part because, because as it was the last couple of years, Adam Humphreys was a slot guy. They had Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. They had Deshaun Jackson last year as the outside guy opposite Mike Evans. Now, shaking it up, man, if you put Chris Godwin opposite of Mike Evans, and then you get Deshaun Jackson running the slot, that's pretty damn good-looking offense. Are you throwing the tight ends in the mix, too? Um, Deshaun Jackson, I think, could could feast in the slot, man, with his quickness. He'll eat those guys alive. He's going to eat yeah. those inside linebackers or outside linebackers and inside corners easily alive. Yep, Deshaun Jackson might be poised for a big year this year. Theo Riddick and Kerryon Johnson both play pretty well. Theo Riddick is definitely back. After the last year, kind of having a down year. Kenny Galladay, he might be the best wide receiver in Detroit this year. That dude is explosive, man. He's pretty dynamic. I think Tate is going to just get too many catches and opportunities. Oakland 13, Packers 6. I'm going to say this right now. One of my takeaways, don't buy the hype on Chris Warren. He's just another guy for, for fantasy this season. 
He's just like Jalen Richard was a couple years ago. Or Jandra Washington a couple years. 2016, whatever it was, when he was doing his thing. What are your thoughts about that whole situation, that backfield? I think Lynch is going to control the rock, but I think Warren's not bad to pick up in a dynasty league. Dynasty league, I think it's a good ad. Yeah, I mean, and it's a lot. It's of- probably just one of those great white hopes. The very end of the preseason, never yeah. going to pan out, but it's worth a flyer if you already have him on your roster. For, yeah, dynasty for dynasties, I, I could I can get behind taking him on dynasty leagues. Redraft, I wouldn't. In dynasty leagues, if you have Chris Warren. He might just be a Marshall Lynch injury away from him being a primary ball carrier. Yep. And it's possible he'll be in the mix. Amari Cooper, he looks poised for a bounce back. Had a nice big catch in that game there. Chicago Bears, 27. Chiefs, 20. How about this, man? How about this fucking thing right here? I could not believe this. Niall Davis. Did you know he was still playing in the league? No, I had no clue he was actually playing. I had no idea. Blast from the past, man. And, how, and even more so, if you ask me how old Niall Davis is and what he's doing these days, let me just ask you right now. How old is Niall Davis and what's he doing these days? <laughs> Probably playing football. For who? Uh, the Chargers? I don't know. <laughs> Chicago Bears and Chiefs recap. But <laughs> I know. You were saying I'm supposed to like pretend I didn't know that's who I would have picked. <laughs> nice save. Mine, son of a bitch. Oh, charges you would have picked. Okay. Yeah. So now that you uh, I'd have said a running back coach. Now that we've narrowed it down to two teams, did you play for the Chiefs or the Bears? Oh, Niles Davis, he plays for the Bears. Yeah, he does. And how old do you think he is? Niles Davis is uh thirty three. Thirty three? See, that's what I would have thought. Like thirty three. Do you feel like he's been around forever, right? Yeah. He's fucking twenty six. <laughs> Why what did he start playing football like nineteen in the college? That's high what I was saying. I was like, You kidding me? This guy was like the handcuff to own. For Jamal Charles owners for a couple years there. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Just 26. I, that's I was fun. shocked. That's, I was like, what that's crazy. Fuck? I was like, there must be another Niles Davis. Like, just like back in the day, there was another Adrian Peterson running back that played for yeah, the Yeah, when you try to offer me a tr- Yeah, I used to try to pick him up and like offer him to people back in the day. Try to swindle. And then they, we would just make sure if someone did accept it, reverse it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, Niles Davis. 26. Good old Niles Davis. Kevin White scored a touchdown on this one. No big deal, man. I'm off Kevin White. That dude just, I don't think it's going to happen for him. Yeah. <laughs> Pat Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, though, they look like they've got something going on, man. They looked, both of them looked really good all preseason. Mahomes and Hill both climbed up the ranks in my my rankings. How about you? Yeah. yeah I like good. Mahomes. Tyreek Hill, still skeptical. It looks like he's his number one target, though. He'll be good, but it's just hard to pick him. Like, I just passed on him in a two QB league. Yeah. Just, I just for some reason, it's one of those guys you never trust and he does play good. You know, you get like a fantasy player you just never trust. You don't yeah. want to take him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I got a few of those every year. All right, next one here. LA Rams 21, Houston, Texas 20. Your cousin, man, John Kelly. Great handcuff if you want to talk early. 15 carries, 64 yards, two touchdowns. All preseason long, he's been killing it. Deshaun Watson, though. Any takeaways by him for this preseason? Nah, I ain't worried about it. It's a... Uh... Preseason. Deshaun Watson starting to worry me, to be honest, man. He Once again, he was inaccurate. He's coming down my ranks a little bit. He's still going to be a top eight quarterback. But, man, I had him as high as number four. I think I'm going to have to bump him down a little bit. Pittsburgh Steelers, 16. Tennessee Titans, 6. And the backup running backs for the Steelers, I touched on this briefly here earlier. James Conner and Jalen Samuels, man, they stole the show for Pittsburgh. 
Connor, six catches, 52 yards. Jalen Samuels, four catches, 36 yards. Connor did on the ground as well. Marcus Mariota, he's looked pretty good this preseason. He's kind of moving up my ranks a little bit. I got him right now like QB 14 to 18 range, but uh, definitely turning up. I think his ceiling's going to be high this year. Any takeaways about those guys? James Conner looked pretty good, actually, like you said. But not really. It's Bell's show. Well, I'll say this right now. I think James Conner's a guy that you need to handcuff. You need to draft if you have Le'Veon Bell this year. Nah, I'm good. Uh, Le'Veon Bell's going down this year at some point, man. I'm telling you. It just, man, it's all... It's all in that man. way. Indianapolis Colts 23. San Francisco 49ers 17. Andrew Luck bounces back in this one. 8 for 10. 90 yards. Touchdown pass. And then your boy, you were texting me during this one, Eric Ebron, 5 for 54 and a touchdown. This guy right here has learned how to catch the fucking football. Do you think he's going to be a threat to Doyle's fantasy value? That is going to be horrible if he is. I don't, I don't think Ebron's going to do much, though. I, I really don't think so. I hope not. He's screwed so many people over in the world, but you never know, man, what can happen. Weird things happen. Yep. Alfred Morris gets the majority of touches in the backfield on this one, 17 carries, 84 yards. Do you have any expectations for Morris? I said earlier he'd be the, the early down guy. I do believe that. No. I, I think Morris is a great player, and he got kind of screwed over for some no reason, but just hard to get on board. Jacksonville Jaguars 17, Atlanta Falcons 6. Atlanta Fournette looked good in this one. 10 carries, 57 yards, a touchdown. Corey Grant. Bortles looked like himself. Yeah, Bortles did look like himself. Garbage. <laughs> yeah, always. Corey Grant, though, who I did touch on a minute ago, he does continue to impress me. I think he's definitely worth a flyer in late rounds, especially now with Marquise Lee out for the season. Grant, five carries for 32 yards, five catches for 39 yards in this one. Corey Grant looked explosive in the playoffs last year. I think Corey Grant could be one of those sneaky good running backs you can take up, you can pick up late, like a theoretic type. I agree with you on that. What's your takeaways on this one, man? Baltimore 27, Miami 10. Uh, my takeaways on this one from watching the game was uh, Dolphins did all right, first team. Yeah, you know who looked pretty good? Tannehill. 11 to 16. Yeah. Buck first 15, first team they were winning. Second team, well, I wasn't even worried about it. <laughs> I'll tell you who uh, my biggest takeaway, though, is that um, I'm no Drake longer worried nasty. about Frank Gore in Miami's backfield. Kenyon no. Drake looks explosive. Kenyon Drake looked nasty. Yeah. I added Run, him to one of my top 10. 30-yard rush, 30-yard rush, and a 30-yard catch. Yeah. Uh, not top 10 predictions. I added him to top 13 the list of my predictions, yeah. Danny Amendola looked good in this one, too. That Dolphins offense scored a touchdown on a nice run after the catch. Was juking some guys. Do you think, or let me ask you this. Do you think Amendola is the number one target in Miami now? Yep. Albert Wilson? Yeah, I think he's in a, I did have Albert Wilson as the number one receiver. But I don't know. It looked like Tannehill uh, liked Amendola in the slot right there. So Amendola's probably going to get a lot of funnel tunnel. Yeah, I mean, there's no Julian Edelman taking the spot, man. When Amendola's been on the field, whether it be the Rams or the Patriots or wherever, Cowboys. Well, that was way back. Yeah. Well, hey, he was there. Yeah, he was. Texas Tech to the Cowboys. Amendola has always been pretty damn good. He looks pretty He looked pretty good with connection with Tannehill. Yeah, he did. Lamar Jackson finally showed his explosive athletic ability. Looked good doing it with his legs, doing it with his arm. RG3 even looked pretty decent in this one. Yeah. yeah. Lamar Jackson looked really good. Yeah, he did. He did look really good. New Orleans Saints, 36. LA Chargers, 7. Don't ask me how the hell New Orleans put up 36 points because not too many guys scored touchdowns there. At least from looking at the box score, I saw like two touchdowns total. But uh, anyway, Austin Eckler, clearly the Melvin Gordon handcuff. Solid performance in this one. Traquan Smith, the rookie, continues to kill it, man. 
And this, like I've been saying now for a couple of weeks, this dude might, might beat out Teddy and Junior and Cam Meredith for the number two wide receiver job for New Orleans. Mm, I think Cam Meredith's still going to be the two there, though. And uh, Traquan Smith looks damn good. He does. I hope he does. Bengals 26, Bills 13. Andy Dalton looked great in this one. Nathan Peterman looked pretty good. Can't believe I'm saying that. Josh Allen looked like dog shit in this one. Chris Ivory established himself as a clear LaShawn McCoy handcuff. John Ross and Tyler Boyd both played well. Boyd has been more consistent of late. I think Boyd could have a pretty decent season. I might have been a year too early on him last year. Any takeaways from that one? Nah. Two shitty teams. Arizona 27, Dallas Cowboys 3. This is the last one here. Rod Smith is really, really good. And he's going to have a roll. Three catches, 24 yards, 17 yards rushed on the ground. Mike Glennon. Do you know he's still playing in the league? Yeah. I saw yeah. him out there doing a little couple snaps. Yeah, for Arizona. Who the hell knew? I didn't even think he was still in the league. Rookie running back, Chase Edmonds for the Cardinals. He had a nice game. He looks like he's going to be a reliable David Johnson handcuff. And how about the tight end position for the Cowboys? Is Blake Jarwin the number one tight end in Dallas over Dalton Schultz? No. It looks like he's going to get the first crack at it, but um, I- I'm not taking Jarwin. I don't think he's got any value or anything. I don't take either one. Yeah, I don't take either one either. No. Maybe Schultz in Dynasty. I would, I'd would. i be fine with that one, but yeah, Blake Jarwin. Yeah. Dude's got size, man. 6'5", 250, but uh, not doing it. All right, ready for the mailbag? Fire away. I'm making coffee. Anybody want coffee? I'm making coffee. All aboard! <laughs> mailbag. Can we talk about the mail, please? I'm dying to talk about the mail all day. They've been asking for their mail on a daily basis. Barney, give this guy a cigarette. He's freaking out. Who? Barney. Who the hell is Barney? You don't see Barney. Oh, shit. What the hell are you? You've lost your damn mind. All right, number one, is Andy Dalton being overlooked in fantasy? What is his floor and ceiling? Thanks, Kent and Sharon, Illinois. I'm going to say no. I don't think he's been overlooked either. I think his floor, like QB 24, 25. I think his ceiling, his absolute highest ceiling is like QB 10. 9. Yeah, 9, 10. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on board 100% with you in there. Yeah, next one here. Who are your top five sleeper running backs going late or undrafted? Jake in Houston, Texas. No particular order. I'm going to say Marshawn Lynch, he's getting drafted a little bit late. Jamal Williams, Carlos Hyde, Peyton Barber, and Matt Breda. Yeah, I got some of the same here. I got Sonny Michelle for the Patriots. Now that he's back, he's healthy again. Yep, I think top 25 for sure. I'm going to go Aaron Jones for the Packers. Corey Grant for the Jags. Carlos Hyde for the Browns. I think he's going to be featured back there, at least for now. And I'm going to go with your boy in Houston there, Jake. Deontay Foreman. Next one, what is your most awkward sexual experience, Crystal, in San Diego, California? Well, I'm going to go with probably when I was in high school. I was uh, getting out with this girl, and, like, we were at a, a party, and, like, 10 people broke in the door and started watching, going, ah, 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 ah. And I was like, boy, just kept doing work. Nice. I'm going to sit some of these out. I'm going to save some of these for Jeremy on the next show. So go ahead, take it away, Jeff. I can say this is a, a weird one, too. Not necessarily for me, but I was I guess it was weird because I walked into it. We used to have, like, a path. We used to go through two streets. It was, like, a big field, two streets, and it, like a wooded path. And I was walking through, and some guy was in there jerking it. It's like, what the really? fuck? Yeah. In the middle of the woods. Did you offer my hand? Circle jerking. Beat your boyfriend at his own game. 
No, I thought it was a. Uh, I thought this must have been where your co- rape concert went down, Pat. That's why I'm surprised it wasn't your number one. Well, no sexual activity happened during that concert or after there, for that matter. That's uh, what we're gonna go with. Okay. What is the way you've cut spending in your life growing up and currently, James, in Chattanooga, Tennessee? I don't cut spending. I get what I want. Um, for me now, I do my own vehicle maintenance for the vehicles in my house, I guess. And uh, back in the day, remember um, when everybody used to burn music back when we were younger? Back like high school days and shit. Yeah. So uh, before we had Napster, right, there was AOL music and you could play like 35 second clips. Yeah. That's I would burn some music off of that shit. It was pretty, that was fucking horrendous. The music, you're burning AOL clips. Instead of just paying like the dollar ninety nine, what the hell it was back then. This one here, I don't even know. What's the worst thing you've done to a friend, Amy in Worcester, Massachusetts? Uh, I gave one of my girlfriends we were hanging out to this guy who was a creeper, and I gave her the number to him. Do what? I gave my friend's number out because this girl I was with, we were hanging out with a bunch of us, and this guy kept bothering this girl. Oh, oh, oh nice. And we were drinking. And I was like, you know what? And she was acting stupid. I was like, I'm gonna mess her up. I gave it, and he just like nonstop creeped on her for like two weeks she was pissed that's funny though um oh, I probably fucked up John a few times oh I definitely did I'm not gonna say that shit you can just say I made a bunch of profit fucking sort of at your house yeah alright one time I had a um well I've, I've screwed up this one friend a lot actually in more ways than one but um one that I will tell here on there I got a bunch when I was young, man. We used to, uh, my grandpa gave us a house, me and my boy Kyle, we lived together. We had a four bedroom house and we had a, a wall of mirrors. So Kyle, when he got drunk, like the headbutt him sometimes. So we had like two missing mirrors. So what we did was uh, two square mirrors, about like a foot by a foot. So you could fit uh, six pictures in there. So what we do when people pass out the house after a party, we teabag them and then we take a, and get it developed and we put it on the wall. And if you take it off the wall, you're never allowed out of our house again. So guess what? No one took it off the wall because they always want to come to the parties and they just dealt with it. Where is this uh, teabag wall frame? It was, yeah, right? It was in Vero. Is that the pictures? Uh, there's a picture of the pictures. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I've seen those uh, those pink fleshy nuts, man. Were those the ones that were featured in the image? Me and Kyle's. <laughs> yeah. All right, next one here. Are you buying the hype surrounding Joe Flacco, Kyle, speaking of Kyle, and Andover, Maryland? I don't know if there's any... Uh, Hype. He did win two Super Bowls, but we'll see. The Ravens' defense is going to help them a lot in good field position, so he's just going to have to manage the game. Yeah, they will. I'm not drafting Joe Flacco. Nobody should draft him. People are. Some people are saying that he's going to be like, have like an Alex Smith type season, like Alex Smith last year. I don't buy that shit. I'm not a believer in Joe Flacco. Next one here. Do you still believe Lamar Miller's role will be diminished and Dante and Deontay Foreman will take over? Craig in Arlington, Texas. This must be a question towards you, Chris, because I think uh, Lamar Miller is going to be nasty. Yeah, it is directed towards me because I don't think he's going to do much, man. I still think Dante Foreman's going to take over that job. And next one here. Who are the best wide receivers to own in New England now that Eric Decker is gone? Marshall and Sanford, Connecticut. Obviously, Edelman's going to be the best receiver to own, but I think you're you're good at having Burkhead and Michelle because I think Burkhead's going to be mainly a receiver this year. Yeah, it's going to be tough to, to know which one of those guys to play each week while Edelman's gone. I think it's going to be Hogan or Edelman, clearly. I wouldn't even draft anybody else. Yeah, I wouldn't draft anybody else as far as receivers. Um, Gronk's going to be in the mix for big big games. Sonny Michelle, Rex Berkley, like you said. James Weller getting there once in a while. That's about it. And last one here. 
And we are touching this one too, but who do you like to replace Marquise Lee as the team's best wide receiver this year? Mike in Pompano Beach, Florida. I'm going to go to replace him in his role. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to run with Dante Moncrief. If I, I think the whole one. I'm going with Keelan Cole. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything you want to say before we got here? No, nah, man. This is uh, my last show for a couple weeks. I'll be in uh, Wisconsin. Yeah. Jeff will be checking out the Packers and who? Bears. Packers opening and Bears. Game. Good game to go see, man. Yeah. So it'll it'll Lambeau be, uh, Field, and I'll be up there for three weeks of work. Damn. Professional comedian Jeremy Chatterton will be joining the Flex on a permanent basis. Happy to have him on board regularly. Again, please subscribe and review. Check out the YouTube channel. Search Fantasy Sports Studios. Till then, have a great week. Talk to you soon. See ya. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on Apple Podcast and Google Podcast. Become a premium member by logging on to patreon.com backslash fantasy sports studios. Email the show at theflex at fantasy sports studios.com. Yeah.